The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come what for? Train in the trees, please, pardon my sycamore. Hello, everybody. This is the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We are six feet apart. Observing all social distancing rules. However, we may or may not be wearing masks at this point. I'm your host, Nookie Bishop Jr., joined as always by T. Petty and Idris Elbow. T. Petty, welcome to the New America. How was your week? Oh, the weeks are all blended together. So this week was the same as last week, except I'm way more busy with work than I expected. So I'm not appreciating that. That's what's up. Trying to keep that normalcy. I definitely appreciate that. Idris, how you living? What's up? This is your boy Idris Elbow with a little bit of ash on the elbow. It's been a long, long week. Nookie and T. Petty. Um, I gave up drinking for one day. Well, Why? <laughs> Why would you do that? Hey, I'm starting to question myself, too. That's how bad it is. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that, hey, listen, every journey starts uh, with the smallest steps, so one day, and then, you know, you can try it to, again when you need to, but you might want to uh, hold on to that bourbon at this point. So we're just going to get right into it. This is April lockdown, uh, April 30th nationwide in most places. People are supposed to shelter in place to stop the spread of the coronavirus. We're not at a total lockdown yet. There are, you know, obviously essential businesses happening at this point. Do you guys think that we need to go into a total lockdown for 30 days to prevent the spread? There are the hotspots there, but what do you guys think about a total lockdown to try and just get our hands around this coronavirus situation? What you think, T. Betty? That's what they should have already done. It's too late now. So y'all have been seeing the pictures. Did y'all see the pictures at the wharf yesterday? Yes. In, yeah. In Metro DC, just people, right. it's just regular. Crazy. So people are ridiculous and stupid like somebody had like a party in uh a town that we are familiar with uh idris a town where we both lived for many years before we moved to where we are now they had a party on main street just dancing outside on their cars on the sidewalk people are ridiculous on main Um, street yeah main street party yes a main street party on the side in the alley No, and then they went on social media and broadcasted live. So because people are stupid, we're going to be in the house until 2021. Unbelievable. Uh, Idris, what you think, man? I mean, total lockdown. T-Petty said it's too late. Is something better than nothing at this point, or is the cat out of the bag, so to speak? Man, you got to do something. You know, I'm I'm starting to think, I don't know if you've seen the videos out of, like, um, Italy where they kind of shut things down, but then people was doing some of the same things, still being out. And then you had, like, Italian politicians, they're just straight up cussing people out. Like, keep your ass indoors. Yeah. Come out here. If you come out here, you're going to jail. I think we got to get like that. We got to just get ignorant. You got like, um, to, gotta, you got to let people know they need to stay inside, and you got to enforce it. That's the only way it's going to Okay, happen. I know what we can do. So people have starting to are starting to be arrested for violating stay-at-home orders, which, I mean, okay. But it's not enough. 
So we need to do what they are doing in India. And that's arming the police with those little, those long sticks. And they just are like whapping people on the ass with them when they're out. Have y'all seen that? Oh, those canes, those bands. Yes, they've been caning people. Stay, get your ass at home. You know, I can appreciate that because then you ain't got to deal with the issue of trying to huddle people together in a jail or fines. You just get a whooping right on the spot. Exactly. And you can maintain your social distance because you're six feet away with that long ass cane. <laughs> I think that they should do a government overtake of C-SPAN, take these niggas' draws off to their bare ass, oh. broadcast it online and like when they have the daily briefings have the daily flogging whoop that ass that cane will break flesh and when you see a nigga's bloody ass then that will make you think twice about leaving your house i'm just saying i digress we'll move on so there's still our nine states in the union that have not called for shelter in place i'm not sure where these barbaric places is we'll talk about them in a minute but one of the last places was Florida. Y'all seen the kids on the beach, uh, spring break, the whole nine yards partying. Again, Idris, too little, too late. Uh, all the old people in Florida, what do you think about Florida being late to the game on the shelter in place thing? Man, this is a, a typical, like, Florida Florida man story. Like, you got, a, you got a virus going around, but people still on the beach partying. And it was crazy because if you look at that picture, it had one beach was actually closed in the jurisdiction of another municipality. And then the one right beside it, the beach was open and was filled with people. Oh, yeah. We talked so, about that last week. Yeah. So it's just crazy that um, Florida would not listen um, to the advice to kind of social distance. But the most just annoying thing is that people still going to church in Florida. And the governor said, like, he gave a special kind of you know, openness to having religious services. And that's crazy. And in Texas, too. I find it quite ironic that these demonic people are so hell-bent on churches staying open. For what? They don't go? Electronic church, Facebook, they need to, these, probably these backwards morons don't even know how to operate a computer, <laughs> let alone a mobile device. Um, so these religious exemptions, and I know um, you uh, are, you don't like those anti-vaxxers. What's the chances, T. Petty, that many of these anti-vaxxers are also members of these churches that continue to congregate uh, during the shelter in place? You know... I hadn't thought about the connection between the dumbass anti-vaxxers and these foolish ass church people. I guess it depends on the community that you're talking about. Because I had a discussion with a pastor of a church who is adamant about continuing to have service. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Sir, mm -mm. this no, is foolish. Mm -mm. And this is about your ego. This is not about church. So cut the shit. Damn stupid. Damn stupid. My, my thing is, like, they even said with the church that, you know, they would, like, observe social distancing during church. That's some bullshit. You can't do that. They're doing, doing church. Unless you got one of them little storefront churches that only got three members any damn way. <laughs> I think in Louisiana and Florida, they had congregations of up to 350 people that were celebrating services, what have you. There was even, I believe, in the D.C. area, the police had to come. No one got arrested, but the preacher, he was one of them fake Ernest Angley preachers, <laughs> touching, touching the individual 
parishioners and I don't know if it's coughing or, or he was blowing on them. You know, like how they do that fake, that fake, um, like they like to make them fall down and get the fake Holy Ghost. I was, yes. So they, first of all, if I'm a cop and I get that call, like, mm, I'm standing in the door, assessing the situation. Yes, blowing on the people in the church and then um, also touching them and they do the fake fallout. So they are, they are. They are, they they losing their damn minds. Well, they're gonna lose their damn life too, and don't expect no sympathy out of me. Mm-hmm. There it is. Play stupid games, mm-hmm. you win stupid prizes. So here's a roll call of the other states as of the taping of this broadcast that have not have not ordered sheltered in place. Arkansas, <laughs> Iowa, Nebraska, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, uh, Utah. And Wyoming. Now, look, let me play devil's advocate. Wyoming is the least populous state in the union. There are less than 750,000 people in Wyoming. I'm willing to give Wyoming a pass, but all those other states, hell to the naw. Adris Elba, your home state, South Carolina. What's up with that, bro? Listen, it, it, it's all about the states that don't have shelter in place. It's the governors. Because I'm telling you, the mayors of a small town, they shutting them down. Like, my, my hometown is actually under curfew. They, they, nobody can be on the streets or the highways after 10 p.m. So mm-hmm. it's the governors that don't want to call it, and they're making the different towns, municipalities actually shut it down. So you got these states that they have stay-at-home orders coming out in small bits and small ways, but you, the governors don't want to say it because they want to impose this on the state. Okay, okay. All right, T. Petty, um, again, the roll call of states that haven't done this, uh, your thoughts? So these are all states being led by Republicans, correct? That I can't verify. I'm sure there's at least half of those states that might be a GOP governors. Goddamn idiots. So I'm not surprised and the people that continue to support these people, they are actively trying to kill you. They've been showing for years that they don't give a fuck about you or your little raggedy ass kids. And now they're just telling you flat out, we don't care if you live or die. Think about Mississippi. So a lot of the uh, mayors and local municipalities did exactly what uh, Idris said, which was they've been shutting it down on their own because no leadership is coming from the state level. The governor of Mississippi put out an order overriding what the local municipalities did. So he basically deemed everything an essential business, and you'll be in trouble if you close down. I don't know how many different ways they have to tell you that they don't give a fuck about you before you listen. Unbelievable. Listen, you just need to be the governor of yourself, stay your ass at home, and we totally support (laughs) stay home and sheltering in place. I, we need to do is just make all the governors just go around and shake hands with people throughout the state that ain't got no stay at, you know, stay at home orders and well, see why? how long they last. Who, the people or the governor? The governor. Oh. <laughs> just um, see how long they're going to last. Got to put them out there. That's crazy. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, it might... Uh, be that all the states lock in. I bet you if they don't got it for April, they might have it for May, but uh, I digress. So one of my favorite movies is a movie, Memento. I think Brad Pitt is in the movie, but the movie is... 
the movie is told backwards. It starts at the end and goes backwards. So one of the things I've been very interested in is how did we get here as far as the virus is concerned, COVID-19 coronavirus. So uh, in an interesting article in the New York Times, it was saying that uh, the virus sort of like, um, you know, was known to be out there around New Year's Eve, and we just got to this point. So 430,000 people traveled directly from China and specifically the Wuhan airport to cities in the United States, thus spreading the virus. And I want to talk about the um, main cities where the virus really got to. A lot of these cities have direct flights from China and specifically the Wuhan airport. Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York, Chicago, Seattle, New York, uh, Newark, New Jersey, and Detroit. So you know that New York is the hot spot as far as everything is concerned for Wuhan cases. Uh, at this point, we're at 1.2 million cases, 65,000 deaths. Um, another thing Airline Connected is that Southwest hey, last how week- How many deaths? 65 what? 65,000 deaths worldwide. I'm sorry, 1.2 oh, million- Oh, I was about to say, now wait no. a minute, sir. Okay. I'm sorry, sorry. 1.2 million cases worldwide, 65,000 deaths. I think we're at 85,000 deaths here in America and more than 100,000 cases. Um, the other thing uh, sort of aviation related is that it was revealed last week that Southwest flew 55 flights with absolutely zero, zero passengers on board. So take either of those items, how we got here in terms of you know rapid mobility and people moving from airport and place to place and spreading the virus, and or these airlines flying planes with nobody on them. T. Petty. So I'll talk about the second thing first. So the airlines flying planes with no people on it. It sounds really stupid, but I get it because I bet those same planes were scheduled to go somewhere else from their original destination. So they're either a layover point and people were going to be getting on at that second or at that first location or they were like doing some kind of round trip deal where they were going to be bringing people back. So I get it, but they are losing money by the millions. So fine. But how we got here, it's easy. Incompetence. When it became apparent, agencies were sounding the alarm back in December and it was ignored by Mango Mussolini. And that's how we ended up here. So United States and South Korea had their first positive cases on the exact same day in late January, right? Now look at the difference between what's happened here and what's happened there. The response is what makes the difference. So South Korea put everything on lock, closed the borders, the whole nine yards and got everything together. They have way less in, in terms of per cases as far as coronavirus, uh, COVID-19 is concerned. Is that what you're making reference to? Well, that and they had aggressive testing strategy so everybody could get tested. They had mobile testing. They had contact tracing. All the shit that should have happened here did not happen. So that's why the United States will be number one in Rona diseases the um like the the actual confirmed cases and death too because we're being run by a goddamn idiot unbelievable Idris, uh looking back as to how we got here and how we can get out of this mess man plus the airplane situation what's your thoughts i'll start with the airplane situation first and that's like the perfect solutions for the airlines right now and they've been planning for this and they've been uh kind of prepping for it is i think you're going to start seeing your first flight 
full of emotional support animals. No people. Oh my God. Be all emotional support animals. People flying their emotional support animals back and forth. And then you know what's going to be crazy? You're going to happen to see that, that a plane full of emotional support animals and like one human. So some, some animal is going to bring their human along with them on the flight and it'll be totally reversed. <laughs> so that's what start seeing. What the hell? It's <laughs> <is> my prediction. <laughs> a plane full of emotional support animals going back and forth. You know? And as far as like the you know, the, the virus and um and kind of how it got into the country, right? Like we knew about this a while back, right? We knew what was happening kind of um in China, worldwide, and um we just didn't do anything about it, right? Like we didn't we didn't think about it, we didn't plan for it, and it's it's a failing of like, you know, the administration, but also like a lot of leaders that knew this was coming. And I don't think you can put the blame on um, just China alone or Wuhan. Um, this is like, you know, this virus affects everybody. What's actually happening now because there's less travel in the whole nine yards is that animals are taking, this is not, I'm not, I know I say crazy shit, but this is real. Animals are taking back over in major cities. In California, more mountain lions are coming down from the mountain. Less traffic. They're not getting run over, roadkill, et cetera, et cetera, coming down from the mountains looking for food, et cetera, because there's less campers up there that leave food. There are wild turkeys that are attacking people in Boston. <laughs> and a wild turkey is just another word for vulture. <laughs> Look, these, they, I mean, first of all, you're a turkey, right? Like a jive turkey. Like a turkey is not like a real fierce animal. But if a turkey grows balls and comes down into Boston, a major North American city, they looking for food and they might think that you're food and you'll get attacked. And um, also what's happening, these squirrels are going absolutely crazy. <laughs> they just they just doing whatever they got to do. So the animals is about to take over. Oh, the other thing that's coming out, because it's less food up in the forest, coyotes. I look, coyotes like you, Looney Tunes and all that. It's not a nice coyote like that. Those coyotes got fangs and will bite the shit out of you and kill you. And you don't want rabies from a coyote at this time because if you ask it, you go into the emergency room. And if they're dealing with the Wuhan, you might or might not get seen because your stupid ass should have been in the house and not bit by a coyote. So, wild animals taking over what used to be their domain, and by the way it's going, might be their domain again. T. Petty, what you think about the wild animals taking over? Okay, first of all, quit calling it the Wuhan. It's the city from where the virus emanated. Correct, but is we not going to do that? Because then that's just like what uh, Mango Mussolini does, and we ain't going to do that here on Digital Gumbo. We will refer to it as the corona. However, our Mexican brothers and sisters might be upset We'll call, we call it COVID. We COVID can work with that. Coronavirus. Okay. okay. So yeah. wild animals taking over. I mean, it's their domain anyway. We just squatters. So if they want to come and reclaim their shit while they can't, I can't be mad. And you know what? I'm going to be in the house anyway. So I'm, I'm good. They're not going to come and chomp on me because I am in my African-American home. So it only makes sense. They've gotten used to stupid ass humans feeding them where they are currently living. Now the humans are not there to do it. So they're like, well, hey, let me roll down there and see, see what's up on the streets with the people. 
Okay, let me let me play devil's advocate. What? You have to make a grocery run or Drizzly, their driver got sick that day. They have no delivery people. Okay. You have to make a liquor run. Okay. You see a coyote in your urban area as you're making a run for liquor or food. What do you do? <laughs> Get my ass back in my car or to the nearest building immediately. You know I don't play with animals at all. I barely like humans, so. Very good, so you, very you're good. basically competing with the coyote for food at that point. I mean, the coyote can have the food. I can wait. I hear that. Adris, wild animals coming soon to a city near you. What you going to do? Listen, I think we're going to be in trouble if, if those wild animals learn to use a cell phone in any way. They're going to they're take over the world. Like, they're going to book their flights. <laughs> they're going to be flying across the country. What the hell is gonna, wrong with you? <laughs> they're going to break into the banking system. <laughs> they're going to be like, they're going to be ordering like Drizzly and you Instacart. And then when the people get out, they're just going to jump them and eat them. That's, that's going to be that. Are, are you sure that you gave up drinking? Because you sound crazy right now. That's not too far-fetched. You, you know you got some people teaching animals right now how to use a cell phone. I can guarantee you that. Somebody is teaching some animal how to use a cell phone. <laughs> that's not too far-fetched. Have you seen the exhibit? There's a monkey, and they gave the monkey cameras and also a cell phone. Okay. And they take selfies of themselves yeah. and they post them up and they sell them for benefits to, you know, they sell the pictures in an exhibit to benefit the zoo. I mean, shit, if you can press one button, you can press them all. And if you can teach <laughs> Coco and all them chimps numbers and heart, I love you, you can teach them 8675309 or 7779311 help 911 I'm just saying but I digress okay so the other thing that's happening positive to the earth is that um scientists are saying that there's less vibrations all around the world the earth is shaking less because people aren't moving as much. So think about it. All the cars, not hitting potholes. Subways aren't running. People aren't walking and treading on the streets, et cetera, et cetera. Dare I say, people are having less sex. They're not rocking the bed. The bed ain't rocking. There's less vibrations, and the earth is still. Now, I hate the transition of this, but the good book says, be still and know that I am the Lord. Might be coming to pass at this point. T. Petty, a stiller, quieter earth. What's your feelings on that? Well, thank God, because the earth is about tired of our bullshit, I'm sure. So there is a reset that's happening right now. There's less pollution in the air. You're seeing the return of animals going back to their original natural habitats. Um, so there are some positive things that are a part of this whole we're on a cloud. There's some silver linings there. And I can see that the earth might might be willing to give us a reprieve from the certain death that was coming via climate change. So maybe this is like resetting us a little bit and allowing us to get our shit together. So I'm here for it. Go ahead on Mother Earth. Do what you got to do for yourself. All right, Adris, a quieter, stiller earth. What's your thoughts? It is kind of wild to think about like we do live in an ecosystem like we, we we tend to believe a lot of times like we're separated from like the environment and from earth and we exist as like these organisms that are outside and above like nature in a sense but we're part of an ecosystem 
and every ecosystem kind of maintains balance. So I hadn't thought about it in this way, but man, the you know what's happening with COVID right now, it might be just the, the ecosystem rebalancing itself, right? In some some cosmic way that we don't quite understand to balance it out. So who knows? This might be like like T Petty said, a reset. We talked about this before. Hashtag Thanos. I'm just saying. <laughs> Y'all saw Endgame. We ain't at the Endgame, but, you know, a lot of people is changing their routines. It'll benefit the earth. We'll see what happens going forward. Okay, you're listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. I'm joined by T. Petty and Adrice Elbow. Remember to um, subscribe, rate, and review us anywhere you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're actually on iHeartRadio Podcast as well. Just go into Google, type the Digital Gumbo Podcast, click the link, and you'll be uh, taken to uh, the podcast. Gang, gang. Spit by the rack in my jeweler, I'm icy. I gotta have it, don't care what the price be. All by myself, I don't care about nobody. Gun your, gun your, gun your down in your lobby. Living so blindly, got to remind me. All by my job, you ain't got when you time me. All on the grand people, Lord in the DM. Love when I see them, that mean I'm important. Another one. We're going to move back onto the political side of this thing. Uh, Cheeto 45, our commander-in-chief, uh, the stimulus checks, the Paytech uh, Protection Act, which um, just absolutely seems to be a disaster. Uh, <laughs> uh, the 6.6 .6 million people, as of the taping of this week alone, that filed for unemployment, 10 million Americans unemployed, and just um, Cheeto's press conferences in general. Um, Adrice. Give us your, your thoughts on the administration and give them a, a letter grade on what they're doing. Man, look, th those press conferences are a hot mess. It's like, you know, it's, it's almost like, a like um, you know, when you ride by, you see like a, a bad accident on the side of the road and you don't want to look, you feel bad, but you just compelled to like, just look. That's what the, the press conferences is. Whether that's, you know, the president, telling everybody to take some drug that hasn't even been proven to be effective at this point and even saying that he may take it and encouraging other people to take it to just berating reporters. It is, it's a hot mess when it comes to those, those press conferences. Letter grade for the administration's press conferences, the daily COVID briefings. I would give it a G. <laughs> well, All right. God! Ah! Okay, okay. T. Petty, letter grade for the administration's press conferences and your overall thoughts on them. So my overall thoughts, I don't know why anybody watches that bullshit. They shouldn't be airing it. They're dangerous. All they are is just like alters to his massive ego. He's only having them to replace those fuck-ass rallies that he can't do and is irresponsible for anybody to air them live period. Unless my boy Dr. Fauci is talking, fuck all of that. So letter grade, whatever is lower than an F, which is also the grade for this administration and this country. All right, there's that. So let me, let me put an interesting spin on this. So for the presidential daily briefings, there are no sign interpreters. However, when governors and mayors have their press briefings, there are sign interpreters there. I have stopped looking at the main elected official making the speech or doing the press briefing, and I'm actually I'm zeroing in on the sign interpreter. I think some of these sign interpreters are straight bullshitting because <laughs> I don't know sign language. 
But I tend to think that some of these signs that they're doing don't match up with the words that the individual elected official is saying, even after a little time is gone. So again, there are legit American Sign Language interpreters, hats off to them for doing this, and they maintain it at distance. There's six feet in the background. But some of these sign interpreters is just straight bullshitting. That's just my <laughs> thought on that. Um, the administration gets a D. Um, it's a D? A D. Uh, the, the press briefings themselves get a D. A D minus. Here's the thing. I saw a tweet. I believe it was 50 Cent. He said, oh my God. He, wanted a rea- he wanted a reality star as president. Now you're on an episode of Survivor. Point blank. So D Minus. The other thing, you talked about Dr. Fauci. So it came to light this week that these online trolls are threatening Dr. Fauci's life. They had to bump up his security 24-7. A 79-year-old man who, again, is the only grown-up in the administration, the only person that makes scientific sense. T. Petty, I think that Dr. Fauci should immediately be considered for sainthood. What What is your reaction to these online trolls threatening his life well, he's out here trying to do the work and save people. Well, you know, it's two kinds of people you can't help. Those who don't know they need it and those who won't accept it. They are crazy. Anybody that they perceive as a threat to their God, Mango Mussolini, they coming after him. So protect Dr. Fauci at all costs. Put him in the protective bubble with my girl RBG and Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren. Keep them safe at all costs. Okay, okay, I feel that. Uh, Dr. Fauci threatened. Idris, what's your thoughts on that? This is another, you know, failure of just administration that makes me so sad. I was watching one of the press conferences, and a reporter asked them about this. It's like, you know, Mr. President, is Dr. Fauci going to get more, you know, security? Is that going to happen? And then the president's like, everybody loves this guy. Everybody loves this guy. And so I'm glad whoever put that 24-7 security detail together is not listening to the president. Who is listening to him besides the same stupid people that elected him? Unbelievable. The press conferences have essentially turned into, have you ever seen a NASCAR race? And at the end of the race, when the guy wins, he shouts out all of his sponsors. I like to thank Pepsi. I like to thank uh, Kmart. I like to thank um, uh, Egyptian cotton sheets. Uh, energy drink, blah, blah. I like to thank the people at Marlboro for sponsoring me the number 45 Chevy. So essentially, the press conferences have become shout outs to all the corporates for uh, 3M. I'd like to thank uh, when the guy from my pillow got up there. Like, first of all, sir, sir, you're supposed to be running a company. You probably should not even be in the midst of all these people because you're about to catch the Rona. And now you're out here. And he went off script. And I, when he, he turned back to the president and he said, I'm about to go off script, and he went about the election and God, I was just like, no, no, no more of these corporate people. Okay. Absolutely, positively not. I have a question for y'all. Yes. Why do y'all watch this bullshit? Why? It when, is you know, inter- when you know that all he's looking at as rate is the ratings. And so that's what makes him want to continue to do them. Why do y'all watch? One, it's semi-entertaining, semi. I know it's a very serious situation, but in its strange way, it is entertaining. That's pure comedy gold. When the My Pillow man, who probably nobody had ever seen before, gets out 
And you got a great opportunity to talk about your company and pillows. Be like, more Americans are sleeping, and we like to go to mypillow.com, get your pillow two for one, and be comes in a plastic bag. You can have no contact pillow delivery. No, he went off script and started talking about God and God bless us with Cheeto 45 on November 8th, blah, 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 blah. So in that way, shape, or form, it is entertaining. But you can't escape it. If you're looking, look, I, I've seen this press conference on the Hallmark channel. So it's on all channels. Like, remember when Michael Jackson used to, world premiere video, <laughs> keep it in the closet. Michael Jackson, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, PBS, MTV, HIJK, LMLP. Do uh, not escape these press conferences. Again, I do. What are you watching in place of the press conference? Basketball. Okay, okay. Now, what about you don't that? Watch reruns. reruns about I don't give a fuck. I will watch the same game 10 times before I watch that bitch one millisecond. Believe it. I do not watch shit about him. I don't. I do not. I refuse. I refuse. Yeah, I, 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 I watch it because it's, it's like you said, it's, it's just entertaining. You can like yell at the TV. It's like it just gets some of the um, tension and stress off. But then the other thing, you know, you watch those press conferences. Because like part of it is like it's like I I, I want to be clued into like how bad it's really gonna get, uh, meaning oh, meaning, no. meaning not meaning no. not not the the coronavirus right. We know about the curve and flattening the curve and kind of it's going up now like that you know, but like there is the X factor, which is what the president does, and he's that anytime can do anything that could just make this situation that's bad, like horrible. And it's but like, you know, I at least want to know like, what is gonna, what is he gonna do that is probably gonna mess it up so I can at least be prepared for. Like, I agree, I agree. I disagree because you don't have to watch that bullshit live to find that out. And y'all are just contributing to the problem by giving him ratings, I'm telling you. Well, I don't got, well, I, I won't say what my uh, viewing situation is, but it's not connected to no type of Nielsen box. So we just going to go ahead and leave it at that. Okay. So we talked about Dr. Fauci. T-Petty, you said that the um, press conferences are bad. So Dr. Fauci talked this week about wet markets. And I just found out about these. I knew that they somewhat existed, but a wet market is a place which happens internationally. Think of a farmer's market, but with live and or recently killed animals. Mm -hmm. The thing that Dr. Fauci talked about in terms of spreading infectious diseases and the best information that we have at this point is that the Corona-19 virus may or may not have come from an animal. So a wet market is a place where you could go and buy skinned cats, dogs, sometimes horses, bats, and other animals. And as a fellow germaphobe, T. Petty, the thing that Dr. Fauci talked about, and this is absolutely positively disgusting, he <laughs> said the butchering of these animals and the mixing of, God forbid, feces, animal feces, and blood, and then they may or may not wrap it up. You take that home and you trudging that through the street, a wind comes down the alley and carries whatever virus the animal have, breathed in by people going to the market, and there you have 
the start of a pandemic. So T. Petty, fellow germaphobe, first on the floor, wet markets, your thoughts. Well, I will say this. Wet markets, I'm sure, have been in existence from the beginning of time. So this shit is not going, A, it's not going to stop. And B, I guess what we should be thinking about is how, I don't even know that you can like prevent the next pandemic or the jump from a disease that an animal has to a human. I guess the, what we should be thinking about is how easily this stuff can travel now because airplanes. So I don't know the answer. I don't pretend to know the answer because I don't know shit about this. What did Dr. Fauci say the answer was? To shut him down? Dr. Fauci said that they, he, he said that they should be shut down and he says it's unfathomable that these wet markets are still in existence now against the backdrop of the corona pandemic. Uh, Idris, what do you think about right. these wet markets and do you have a story that you can relate in terms of you grew up well you grew up in the country and people had to kill animals to you ate you sort of kill what you ate how how does this work wet market against eating to live in the rural south yeah i'm gonna tell you because i also lindsey graham said this too like he threatened china like if you don't close down these wet markets we're gonna do something to you but but yeah but i'm gonna tell you you cannot dictate what people eat. Like eating is just like human. It's like part of being a human. You can't dictate like what other people eat. And the last thing you want is like hungry people in China. China got a billion people, one, 1.3 billion people. 1.4. 1.4 billion people. So you mean to tell me you, gonna, you want those people to go hungry? Cause that's why they eating it. And then I'm like, who are we to judge? Like I, I've eaten some, um, I've eaten chitlins. Yes. You know what chitlins is? That's the intestines of a pig. <laughs> that poop flow through the intestines. I've been in a house where we cleaned them. We had to wash them out with a hose yes. to get everything out. Then soak them in vinegar. Uh-huh. Then you chop them up and then you cook them and you eat them. You know, our pig skins, pork rinds, the skin of a pig. You just skin a pig, cut a pig up. Fried in some oil and you crunching on it, watching the game. So now who's you, to say like what you can eat and what you shouldn't eat? That's a good point. That is a good point because Americans are the last one that can say something about what other people eat. We eat some nasty shit over here too. Chitlins, the fuck? Ew. Also cut, cut them feet off the pig. Right, and a put pig, them in a jar. Big head. Some, some pickling vinegar. And also, didn't the swine flu start here? So was anybody saying shut down your pig farms? America's always trying to tell somebody. You had, you had mad cow disease. So right. Nobody say like shut nobody down, said. shut down the, um, the cattle industry. Exactly. Bacon and sausage. Because all, they're saying shit like that because for the same reason they're calling it the China virus because they're some fucking racist. Not Dr. Fauci. Right. Of course, right. because he is a, an American hero. You can't tell other people what they are and are not going to eat and dictate what happens in their culture. Absolutely. All right, Idris, I, I feel that like the thing that probably is most exotic that I ever ate was 
a bison burger, but you have a point. It's like Ooh, whoever, cool. whatever animal is there where you at, cook it, kill it, and eat it. So that's that's what we got. You're listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. We're on Instagram at the Digital Gumbo. We are on Twitter at the Digital Gumbo. Our email address, if you have any thoughts about the show, we'd love to hear from you. The Digital Gumbo at gmail.com. The Digital Gumbo at gmail.com. If you missed any part of this show, just uh, wherever you find podcasts, look for us. We're on Alexa equipped devices. Just say, Alexa, play the Digital Gumbo podcast and magically we come into your home and you can catch up on our back episodes. Uh, and I'm back up in the place, steady ducking from the chase. Pray to God to keep the faith. Faith, something like a race, steady bumping Biggie Mace. Try to keep it Biggie Pace. Pace. Running a spin, they coming, I'm in. Victory in that bit of sin. So we came to get it popping. Check the sneakers, got the So, okay, let's get into um, rapid fire sort of segment here as far as the show is concerned. Uh, Post corona, more babies or more divorces? T Petty. Both. <laughs> People are going to be doing uh, frustration fucking, even if they're mad. And then they don't even like the people they're married to anyway, so it'll be both. Or excuse me, Adrice, more divorces or babies after the pandemic is done? I think they're interconnected. <laughs> you got to have more <laughs> babies. <laughs> and people are going to get more divorces because of it. See? They're interconnected. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next subject. In the Philippines, we predicted this. Hashtag Gumbo Damas. Twins were born. A boy and a girl. The girl, Corona. The boy named COVID. Told y'all. Yes. I told y'all. The explosion of these Corona and quarantine-related uh, names going forward. Adris, is this going to be a big deal? Oh, um, man, it's going to be a huge deal because when you think about this, like, this is like, this is so crazy and bizarre, right? Like it's and it's happening to the whole world. So you have very few things that kind of take place like this that it affects everybody around the world. So everybody wants to kind of memorialize it in some type of way. And then naming a child is one way people do it. Unbelievable. T Patty. Well, we said this how many weeks ago? And now it is coming to pass. So I'm just waiting for the first debut. Divac, that's what's up. Apostrophe V O C. That's what's next. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, next thing, price gouging. So a man in Brooklyn uh, acquired some N95 masks, which we know are desperately needed by our healthcare professionals. And shout out to all healthcare professionals who are on the front lines dealing with the COVID uh, pandemic. We love you. We appreciate you. You got uh, our mercies and our prayers, and we hope everything is good with you. But we have these idiots out here now. He found uh, or had a, a large supply of N95 masks and was charging up to six times their value uh, on the open market for these masks. What should be the punishment beyond the sort of law and order type shit for these price gougers on these medical devices? T-Petty. Uh, ass whooping. That's the only thing these people understand. This is some bullshit. Straight flogging. I think that this flogging on C-SPAN <laughs> idea needs to take off. I if like you it. see a man whooped with a bamboo stick, that's a great detractor. That's a great detractor. Uh, Idris, uh, for these price gouging fools. Yeah, that, that is crazy. Like, um, I, you know, I think the appropriate punishment is that you need to kind of go like serve as a like a volunteer in um in a hospital as a medical frontline medical worker right like you got all these masks like we'll give you protective equipment and everything like that but like that's that's your service for being such a, a dirt humanity 
you need to give something back. So come help support these frontline workers. That's so it. You take the mask and you give it all to the frontline um, medical workers. Totally understand that. All right, the next thing, we said that this was coming. A door dash delivery driver was caught on tape, one of these little ring zoom doorbell cameras, sipping out of the beverage container of a person who was getting a delivery from DoorDash. Woo. T. Petty, oh your thoughts on that? Uh, ass whooping for him, too. That is disgusting. And I that's why I never order drinks when I get my food ordered. Like, no. That's just too accessible. And <laughs> I, when I saw that footage, I wanted to throw up. I did. Like, uh, Wait, are you, oh. Wait, you actually saw it, T. Petty? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes. I, I haven't seen it, but you know what? <laughs> that is horrible, but I can kind of understand that. How can you understand that? Like, look, I don't know if you guys have ever like been working, and if it's a drink that you carrying or around you, like sometimes you just lose, you you just lose your focus, right? It's like, oh man, sure. I'm climbing these steps. Okay. It's, it's like That's I'm so point. thirsty, and you just kind of lean in and sip on it that you don't you don't think about it, but it's like right there. It's close to your face. I'm yeah. thirsty. And it's like, oh, wait, that's somebody else's drink. Now, if I had did that, I would have said, I'm sorry. I drunk out of this. I, I can't give you this. I'll give you your money back. I'll get you another drink. But I can I can kind of understand it happening. But you got to fess up to it. And you can't, you can't give it back to the person. <laughs> okay, okay, sir, sir. That's straight bullshit. Now, I've been <laughs> where I've been hungry at work, almost passing the fuck out during a meeting, and I never leaned over on a colleague's drink in a group meeting, okay? Now, you got to be a little bit smarter than that, sir. You got to think ahead. You was just at the fucking restaurant where they got all the drinks, and you got your DoorDash hat on, or they know you're coming to pick up a DoorDash delivery. Be like, can I get a courtesy cup? Fuck that sipping on the drink. And look, and you think that people ain't sipping on these drinks? We talked about this in a different episode. Yeah, we did. They put that, they put that sticker on there, but that sticker don't mean shit. You lift that plastic <laughs> lid, and you sip, and nobody is the wiser. So y'all better get y'all drinks when y'all make y'all weekly run and go ahead and verify the integrity of said beverages, alcoholic and non-alcoholic, before you fuck around and get something that's an unintended consequence. I will get off my soapbox for now. Okay, World Without Sports. March Sadness, we talked about this. T. Petty, no basketball. <sighs> ESPN has resorted to showing esports and NBA 2K tournaments played by NBA players in a house no. for programming. Uh, Cheeto 45 is saying he met with the NFL and all sports commissioners, saying that there will be football this fall. Your thought on the world without sports and, and where are we going with this? The world without sports is a sad, desolate hellscape. Like, I am on a struggle bus. As y'all know, this would have been the Final Four weekend. So instead of talking to y'all, I will be getting, gearing up to watch games. So today would have been the women's game. So I have been, first of all, esports is not fucking sports. That's some bullshit. I'm not about to do that. So what I have been doing is watching the old footage of classic fights. I watched Ali Frazier 2 last week. I've been watching classic Final Four showdowns, tournament games, and old NBA games. So ESPN, uh, CBS Sports, NBA TV, that's what I'm doing right now. 
but I will not watch esports. That's not a fucking thing. Esports is video games. Okay, totally understand that. Adrice, how are you surviving in this world without sports? Man, I, I tell you what, it's like I never realized the, the role kind of sports plays in like just life. It is um it's not just entertainment, but it's also like a release, right? Like you get to cheer or you get to like be mad at a team or a player or whatnot. And after that, then there's usually like, like where does that energy go? You know, of like cheering and of like rooting against somebody or rooting for somebody. So it serves as like a social purpose too. So I'm definitely like missing that and I can kind of feel it. And the other thing that I, I'm not sure what's happening right now is for folks who are like addicted to like sports gambling or sports betting. Like like what is happening right now? Like they betting on the, the COVID numbers? Are they just doing some other type of gambling? Do you just switch to like, you know, poker or something? Like I, online poker? So I'm, I'm not even sure what's happening with that. Well, we talked about that. I, and I said that they are probably betting on e- either the Rona infections or deaths. If they're addicted, mm. they're going to find something to bet on. Mm. It might be betting on them bullshit esports. This oh, is true. yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh, this is true. Bullshit. That's crazy. I've been watching uh, old hockey games uh, on NHL Network, and uh, I haven't been watching a heck of a lot of TV, but I've um, been listening uh, more to ESPN podcasts. Um, certainly you're going to get that um, COVID news uh, in there, but um, you really get to see what your sports commentators and uh, your radio personalities are about. If you're able to come up and create some content that's funny and relevant during these times, then just wait till, uh, you know, the fire hydrant of uh, content uh, comes back uh, once once uh, sports comes back, I don't even know if they got enough reporters and assignment editors and uh, cameras. If everything happens at once, can you imagine like football coming back at the same time as horse racing, the Kentucky Derby, basketball starting or restarting at that uh, point? You're gonna have a few golf tournaments. Like everybody's gonna be. They might have another WrestleMania with like real people. Just wait till <laughs> everything gets back on. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like a sports junkies heaven and i know that you're gonna be in heaven t petty um as soon as uh, sports gets booked back on so um so we guys uh, talked about uh sports and its normalcy and how we can go ahead and combat boredom there actually was an article that i read about combating boredom during the um coronavirus pandemic this uh, author says to create a routine uh to man- manufacture spontaneity find something to master embrace the opportunity to change and that's pretty much her uh, messages as far as uh you know sort of getting things together and combating boredom during the coronavirus. t petty uh any of that ring a bell with you combating boredom with what uh you are supposed to according to the author create a routine Mm-mm. um you're supposed to manufacture spontaneity find something new to master and embrace the opportunity to change. That almost okay. sounds like that all like, sounds boring as hell. That sounds like some <laughs> shit from a dojo. Like, oh, you must embrace the change and find something I mean, new to master. Listen, I now y'all know I enjoy my own company. I think I'm fantastic. I got a lot of shit that I could be doing, but that don't mean I want to do it. It's okay to just be like, you know what? Today I'm bored. Because, I mean, shit, day after day is monotonous, and I get, you know, you go stir crazy, you do all of that. 
I don't know that we need to be jumping into like, oh, how can I stave off boredom and master a new skill? Like, then can a nigga just cook? Just let me cook over here. I'm with you. I'm just, shit. I'm just trying to survive. Uh, Idris, what's what do you make of all this new age bullshit that they're talking about in terms of combating boredom? And should boredom be combated? No, because that's the whole definition of, of boredom. Like you ain't got nothing to do. Like you, like I don't know why you, you're gonna add something else on. Like look, we over here trying to telework, trying to homeschool, trying to like <laughs> deal with all this other stuff. You know these press conferences. So like so now you want me to master a new skill? <laughs> like do some some deep uh, you know introspective reflection? No, that's like that's too much. This is way too much. I think it's absolute bullshit. Like, what if you, like, work on your Excel spreadsheet skills and shit while you are on lockdown, and then you get passed over by somebody that didn't work on their fucking Excel spreadsheets when you get back to your job? Hell no. Like, you going to bring that up during one of these Zoom business meetings? Like, oh, uh, David, what are you working on? Well, I'm up on my Excel. <laughs> we don't give a fuck about your Excel spreadsheet skills. And the meeting is over, so we just gonna let that be. But no, if you in the self improvement, do your thing. But we out here just trying to survive, so that's that. So one of the things we can do to combat boredom, and we talked about this, was watch TV. So T Petty, what's good on TV besides sports during the pandemic? Now y'all know this is some bullshit, but my boy Tiger King. Oh boy. Like, I can't, <laughs> I just can't get over it. That is the most weirdly fascinating glimpse into batshit crazy white America that I've ever experienced in my life. Well, that and don't fuck with cats. I just, I don't know what the connection is between white people and cats, but I done learned more in the past few months than I ever wanted to know about that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Idris, I have not watched either Don't Fuck With Cats. I just like the title. <laughs> I have not watched Don't Fuck With Cats or Tiger King. What's good on TV during the pandemic? Man, I haven't watched either of those uh, shows as well, but I've, I've definitely read them and they're queued up, so I'm, I'm going to watch them. Uh, I've been watch. watching, um, you know, I've been watching like Ozarks, which is like really good, like the, you know, season mm-hmm. three drop there so been watching a lot of that um i actually been watching a lot of tyler perry too like <laughs> <laughs> tyler got bet on lock he got bet on lock and so during this time i'm exploring show, shows that i wouldn't typically watch <laughs> so gotcha. so um I haven't watched Tiger King, and I haven't watched because I want to say it again, and this is freedom of speech. Don't fuck with cats. But um, I did watch Who Killed Malcolm X. That was very fascinating. The guy that put that together is actually here from uh, the metro D.C. area. I found it absolutely fascinating and um, really, really good. Six parts. It moved very quickly. So um, I I like that a lot. It's very, very informative. I I love documentaries. The other thing I finished watching was uh, the first season of Godfather of Harlem with my main man, uh, Forrest Whitaker. Also very entertaining. And what it allowed me to do was escape this bullshit with all this Rona and the COVID and just sort of be transported back into the 60s at that time, just for a little bit of escapism. So I, I definitely enjoyed that. So, you know, during times like this, the scammers are out. 
on small scale and large scale. Unintended consequences, motherfuckers is at home, so home burglaries and home invasions is at an all-time low. So now mm-hmm. what people are doing are robbing commercial places because people ain't at work. The guard might be laid off or what have you, so they get in these commercial places. Um, there was a museum in the Netherlands. They stole a Van Gogh, straight real life Thomas wow. Crown affair. Yeah. So they go, they going for big money. T. Petty, heists, big time, opportunistic. If, if one, your thoughts on the Van Gogh being stolen, and two, without fear of punishment, what would you steal at this point? Ooh, okay. So Van Gogh being stolen. So I've been to the museum where that Van Gogh was stolen. That is crazy as hell to me, but not surprising. I mean, there are some enterprising people in this world, and now it's a whole lot of opportunity to steal some shit that maybe you might not have had a crack at. So they're just like, let me get this shit a whirl and see what happens, and they actually got away with it. So I don't know. It's going to surface on the black market somewhere in somebody rich-ass house. They're going to have themselves a Van Gogh. So that's crazy. What would I steal? Shit. I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of stuff that I want, but I don't think it's worth stealing to get it. I would just prefer to somebody's son buy it for me. Is that stealing if you con somebody's son into buying shit? (laughs) If you get somebody's son to do it, it's plausible it deniability. Be like, I didn't know shit about that. He did that on his own. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, you. I might like lie and like act like I like him or something a little bit more than I actually do. Okay. But that's okay. just, you just got to chalk that up to the game. Okay. Adris, <laughs> they stole a Van Gogh. Bro, your thoughts? And we won't say steal, but if you could pilfer or acquire something during the pandemic without fear of punishment, what would it be? You know, I don't I don't think I want anything that bad where I, I would go and take it and bring it back to my house. But what I would do is like I would just hang out in a museum for like a day. That's like I like I'm just gonna break into this museum. There ain't nobody here. I can see all the Van Goghs, whatever I want. Um, car dealerships. I would break into a car dealership, drive some cars around. You know, just like take them take them for test drives. So I think I would take advantage of the businesses being. Like, you know, close down. So all the stuff I wanted to do, now you get to do it and there ain't no lines. So <laughs> I would go to the amusement park, ride all the rides, just break in every place. All right, listen, I got, a, I got a fun exercise for y'all. I've been working on this. I want to see how y'all do. So I want to take your pandemic life and turn it into a trailer for what I'm calling covid Channel 19. So, and Adris, Adris, I need you to work on this. Just listen to me here. Uh, T. Petty, I need you to tell me four daily activities that you're doing that you're doing during the pandemic, and I'm going to turn it into a trailer for Must See TV on my new TV network, COVID Channel 19. All right. This is a not safe for work broadcast, right? Okay. Yes. Right. Yes, it is. All right. So. Four things I do daily, mm-hmm. or daily or close to daily. So work, mm-hmm. drink, mm-hmm. masturbate, okay, and watch TV. Okay, okay. All right, you ready? You ready? I got the trailer. You ready? <clears throat> Tonight on COVID Channel 19, a special episode of work. 
How are we getting through during the pandemic? Then on drinking more bourbon, bourbon shots, bourbon drinks. We've got it all. Then on a special episode of Masturbation, I Touch Myself. Unbelievable. And finally, watching TV or watching TV. It's all new tonight on COVID Channel 19. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Yeah. That was pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, Idris, give me your four activities and I'm going to do your trailer. All right, four that I, I do every day is um, I definitely um, take a shower. So that kind of gets me going. If I, if I don't shower, I can't go. Um, I take a walk. Okay. Um, I actually um, yell at the kids. Okay. <laughs> That's like at least, at least once a day. Okay. And then, I, like, what's something else that I do? Oh, um, I actually... Um, what is it? Oh, I I watch my favorite show. Okay, okay. So you're watching yep. TV too. Okay, okay. Yep, Here we go. TV. Let me let me see if I can do this now. <clears throat> let me get my, my voice together. Ready? <clears throat> Tonight on channel 19, the COVID channel. Shower. How are we surviving without water? Plus, Idris gets new shampoo. Then on a special edition of Walk, I saw somebody and niggas playing basketball. And on a very special episode of Sit Your Ass Down, the kids run rampant and don't have their packets. What will Idris do? And finally, watching TV, watching TV, watching TV, watching me, watching you. All new tonight on COVID Channel 19. You like that? I, I love that. It's kind of sad that that's my life. You just captured my life. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me do one for myself. Hold on. Yeah. What are your four things? Okay. So we ready for this? So I'm I'm working. Uh, I'm I'm working. So um, from the office. I'm also looking out the window a lot. I either go to the gas station or to the bank, and then um, the grocery store. So that's my once a week activity. Okay. All right, so here we go. All right. <clears throat> ah. All new tonight on COVID Channel 19. Working from home. Your internet connection is down. How will you get that spreadsheet ready in time? Then on looking out the window, suspicious kids not paying attention to social distancing rules. Should we call the cops? Then on a special edition of Gas Station, six feet apart. Gas is plentiful. 99 cents. I need to fill up on more. And finally, on a special edition of grocery stores, masks, Target, Walmart. How do we do it? Will he bring the groceries home today? A very special edition of grocery store. All new tonight on COVID Channel 19. There you have it. Man, you have a star network right there. There it is. Unbelievable. All right, we're gonna All finish. We're gonna finish up with um the Tom Tom Club, Genius of Love, one of my favorite songs. One of the lines from that song, what you gonna do when you get out of jail? It's not jail, because you could leave at any time, but mm. technically you're supposed to shelter in place. Idris, when you get off pandemic. What's the first thing that you can't do now that you're going to do when you get out? You know, I was, I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, dang, I think this is the first time I had this thought was like, actually, I just want to hang around with some dudes. Just, I, I need some, like, male energy. It's something about being in, in a house with the wife and the kids, and you, you plan, like, you know, doing all the family stuff, like laundry, cooking, doing whatever, taking care of the kids. I just want to be like just irresponsible 
just hanging out, having a good time, laughing, not thinking about anything. So just some, some male energy. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. I totally understand that. T. Petty, what you going to do when you get out of jail? Um, so I've, I thought about this. Y'all know I always have a plan. I got four things that I'm doing. Y'all ready? Hit me. I'm going to get a haircut. Okay. Because your girl is over here looking real fuzzy. Okay, okay. I'm going to get waxed. Okay. I'm going to see my family. Mm-hmm. And I am booking myself a trip to go and lay on somebody's all-inclusive resort beach for like a week and not do a damn thing but okay. drink. Okay, okay. And maybe, so, maybe I'll take someone I won't take, but maybe I'll invite somebody's son to go with me. Maybe. Okay, okay. So barbershop, wax, going to see family, and a trip to the beach. Yep. All right, now we can do another um, COVID Channel 19 um, <laughs> promo. Is you ready? You ready? I don't know if I'm ready, but... but yeah, I want to hear what you're going to do after this. Yeah. You want to hear, hear what I'm going to do after this? Oh, so I keep looking at my leave every day like it's behind a glass case and I ain't got no hammer. <laughs> I'm thinking about taking, like, I always fantasize about taking a month-long trip. And you don't have to worry about getting back to work or whatever. Because, you know, generally speaking, you do long weekends when it's a holiday or you take a week. But you know that next week, you got to go back to work. That's bunk. I want to take a month-long trip, like really live that casual carefree lifestyle like it might even be a trip where yeah. i don't even bring no draws with me to the airport we'll get draws when we get there okay you know what i'm saying yeah, and that's just relief. okay and just deal with it like bring like your wallet your phone charger and like some swedish fish on the plane <laughs> with your passport and that's it so i'm looking forward to a month-long vacation slash trip is that going to be a domestic or international trip oh i'm thinking I'm going to stay within the confines of the United States, but I might go all the way west to Hawaii mm-hmm. and then work my way back east. It might end up in New Hampshire when I'm done. Okay. I respect so that's, that. So that's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> all right, I have a tickle in my throat, so excuse me, y'all. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, he got that shit. He got that shit. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm fine. All right, so let's do one more trailer and we'll move into the last subject. So, okay, ready? Tonight on COVID Channel 19, the pandemic is over. Barbershop. Damn, there's a lot of niggas up in here. Will I be seen today? Followed by waxing. Oh, my God. That's a forest down there. And on a special episode of Family, the family sits down for the first dinner after the pandemic. And finally, beach. Got to worry about no COVID. I'm the only one on this beach. All new on the beach resort. Tonight on COVID Channel 19. There it Why is. Why to be forced, though? That's fucked up. I mean, that, look, we don't know when this thing's going to be over. They're talking about a mid-July, August peak. Look, okay, we talked about unintended consequences, barbershops, and beauty salons. Y'all better get y'all some motherfucking security guards. For the most part, they're cash businesses, and you don't think these motherfuckers who ain't got the bread in their pocket, they come and, this is a stick-up! And they just, they about, to run, they about to run the jewels, the money, the whole nine yards. So, <laughs> go, be the first person in the chair, and if, if don't go midday or in, don't go at the end of the day, 
when it, when everything get back on because it's going to be some opportunistic type fools that's going to be out there trying to rob to eat. I'm just that's oh, it's, it's going to be some fights facts. to break out in the, in the barbershop and the beauty salon. Think so? <laughs> LeBron James would have won the MVP if it wasn't for that COVID. <laughs> <laughs> the Lakers would have won. I don't give a damn about what the Celtics was doing. The Lakers was going to win that. So you know how people are. So that's how it is. All right, so on a uh, uh, last and uh, serious note, uh, we want to say a uh, rest in peace uh, to Bill Weathers, who passed away this week uh, at age 81 uh, from heart complications. One of, yes. if not the best soul singer of his or any other generation. So many hits, so uh, just the two of us, um, you know, grandma's hands, um, you know, so many hits. T. Petty, what's your uh, favorite uh, Bill Withers song and what's your memories of Bill Withers just growing up and, and hearing his music in your house? Oh, man. So favorite memory is, um, well, this is not about me growing up, but this is when we introduced um, Bill Withers to my daughter. Ah. Uh, and she would try her best to hold that long note at the end of Lovely Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's still trying to this day and she's almost 30 and she still can't do it. So that is one of my most favorite and enduring <laughs> memories. <laughs> because y'all know that last note is a bitch. It is. It is. And uh, I'm, I'm just sad. It's like the end of an era. Yeah, absolutely. End of an era. So many people we are losing, it seems like, in this last... Man, 2020 has been a shit show. It's just been unbelievable. So it's just a continuation of the shit show. But he lived a long and full life, and he was appreciated both when he was alive and now that he's gone. So R.I.P. to Bill Withers, and uh, peace and blessings to his family in, in this monumental loss. Absolutely. I echo that. Uh, Idris, your thoughts on the passing of Bill Withers and your favorite Bill Withers song? Man, Bill Withers is an icon when you, when you think about that. It's like he has the soundtrack to like a lot of your memories kind of throughout life and it spans generations, right? For us to be able to talk about Bill Withers and, you know, probably our parents could talk about um, Bill Withers as, as well. So it is, um, it just um, hurts to see him pass, but he's left a great legacy. And I think um, two of my really favorite Bill Withers songs, and they're kind of connected to like, I guess like, being in love or like losing love, but like ain't no sunshine and use me. Like those are two mm. of my favorites. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely love both those songs. So you talked about legacy. So I'm going, I'm going to put it together for you. My favorite Bill Withers song is grandma's hands, right? Just the slide on that guitar. His voice was awesome. And Grandma's Hands was the sample for Dr. Dre and Blackstreet, No Diggity. Mm -mm. What? Mm -mm. I didn't know that. Mm -mm. Wow, well, yeah. I did mm -mm. not know that. Absolutely love that song. And then they interviewed Bill Withers once on PBS, and he was like, you know, he talked about his grandma, and um, he said that that actually came, you know, from a gospel song that he listened to as a little boy when he was in church. Grandma's Hands. Like um, down in the South. So that's definitely, definitely brought it all together for me. So we talk about legacy and, you know, um, just uh, American masters and people who are definitely uh, on top of their craft singing wise. And he's woven into the fabric of American music. So definitely RIP to Bill Weathers. Well, look, y'all, that's all we got uh, for this week. Um, this is 
the Shelter in Place episode of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Um, as you know, we are on Instagram at the Digital Gumbo. We are on Twitter at the Digital Gumbo. You can email us at any time, the Digital Gumbo at gmail.com, the Digital Gumbo at gmail.com. You can find us anywhere where you find podcasts. Uh, and of course, we ask you to uh, subscribe, rate, and uh, review us and share the link uh, with your friends. We think we put together a pretty entertaining uh, podcast and, you know, we heard uh, a lot of positive feedback from you guys. So currency for us is you subscribing. So you can get that latest episode the minute that is published. Shout out to producer Eric for continuing to uh, produce these podcasts during some trying circumstances, trying times. We love you, E. Thank you, Thank you, E. Thank you, E. Awesome. And we want you to, uh, again, rate us five stars, review, and share it with friends. T. Petty, your final thoughts? Uh, I just want everybody to, to stay safe. Stay safe out here. Uh, check on your friends, even those of us who are introverts. Everybody needs to be checked on. It's, being socially isolated is tough. Humans are human nature is to want to connect. So check on your people. And keep it up after this is over. We shouldn't need a catastrophe to befall us in order to connect with our, our people and show that we love them. You got to tell them why they're here because when I'm gone, I don't, won't know or care that you love me. So tell me while I'm here and also send me gifts. I hear that. I hear that. All right, Adris, uh, your final thoughts? Yeah, I want to say like, after all this is over with and we can kind of see each other again, I definitely want folks to kind of come over to the house and visit and hang out and I promise um, not to sip on your drink as I bring it from the kitchen to the living room. I'm going to get my own drink. Thank you so much. I'm I love you too, Patty. I love you too, but I'm going to get my own drink. All right, I, I love both of y'all and I'm just going to keep it 100. If I've been seeing y'all, which I have, I'm going to see you and I might call and check on some people, but I'm not going to be, you know, making no extraordinary leaps to see people that I ain't seen in years. If I left your ass in 1980 or 1990 or the last millennium, don't be expecting me to show up, um, you know, unannounced at the front door. I might send you a little hand wave emoji on um, online or social media or some shit like that. And you alive, question mark, and then you reply back, then I know you good, but... No, in all seriousness, I just can't wait to get off this shit. It's like, I don't know, like you on punishment for something and you ain't even done nothing really. So um, I'm just, uh, I can't, I'm, I'm born free, as free as the wind. I, I cannot wait to, damn, this is just, I, I, I'm, I'm doing okay, but another three weeks of this bullshit, this is only April, so. They're just, talking June, June. That's the mid-peak, and then you know it's going to be some slow drifters. That's going to be, oh god, unbelievable. So we just, we just trying to, just trying to to make it through, and and we'll see what's up. So, uh, oh, and last but not least, this is a PSA from us to you. Don't do no stupid shit. Don't do no stupid shit. This is not the time to get arrested or put in the holding cell for 24 hours because you're gonna expose yourself to that shit and you're gonna leave, you're gonna go in there with some charges and you're gonna come back with some shit that you may or may not be equipped to deal with. Just obey all traffic rules. Yes, sir, no, sir. Thank you, ma'am, because the, the people is looking, these overficious jerks to pull you over and to call police, and they really ain't got nothing better to do. So don't, don't inject yourself with authority figure personality at this point. Just 
Right. Tip on in and tip on out. And keep your mask over your face so they may or may not be able to describe you, but yeah, just yeah. just calm down with your shit and yeah, don't yeah. be a jerk. Just relax and just play an actor role like you, somebody else. Get your alter ego and your other persona on and everything will be real cool. You feel me? All right, so we appreciate you joining in with us. Thanks so much. We'll be back again. We encourage you to go online and listen to our previous podcast. And we're just going to keep going, even through these uh, difficult times. We wish you and your family well, and we love you. Until next time, we say peace. Bye, y'all. Bye.